Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Miss Manichen Show. If you've been following the show, I've just started the 100 Masked Men series and I've just dropped 20 interviews of anonymous men and this week I revealed conversations with three single men on why they're still single. If you're a single woman like me, who has definitely gone through the question internally, asking why the fuck can he commit, today's episode is for you. I've gone to the source, collecting a small sample of findings, so take this with a grain of salt. And speaking of salt, if you haven't already, make sure to check out Salty Paloma because we have just launched the Stay at Home Cocktail Club, where we send you monthly cocktail kits with all the ingredients to make three exclusive recipes. And at the end of the month, subscribers get an exclusive virtual happy hour with yours truly as we shake up some cocktails or mocktails if you're doing dry January. So if you want to hang out with me live, not in the flesh, but through a screen, order now at stayathomecocktailclub.com. Yeah, I just threw in a shameless ad for my own business on my own show. I do what I want, whatever. Anyway, let's get into it. So this is what usually happens to me. I say I'm open to getting to know someone who knows where it'll go. And that opens a door and I meet a guy that I'm probably not attracted to at the start, but his interest in me makes me interested in him. And then somehow I'm invested and suddenly I'm scheduling my life around him, wondering what he's doing, trying to make time for him, thinking that because we spend X amount of time together that we should be moving towards some type of relationship by now. And I would like to call some kind of intentional intimacy here with open and honest communication. And this is usually when he says, I'm okay to carry on the way it is right now because it's great for me. I mean, duh, it's convenient. He doesn't have to put in any effort. He gets this amazing girl's undivided attention, unconditional love, all on his schedule. Like, why the fuck not stay around? As long as it stays that way though, and it doesn't involve any real commitment on his end. And let's just have this conversation to make sure that's clear and everyone's on the same page. Because if I say that, yeah, that's clear. That means I am consciously agreeing to his non-committal behavior. So if, and obviously when I get hurt, it's officially only my fault and he's got no responsibility for that. And whatever I feel is completely my issue and off his hands. Sound familiar? This is when I get annoyed because now I'm learning that most guys are just gonna shoot their shot. And honestly, they usually just take whatever they can get or whatever comes at them. Here I'm thinking I'll be open and going with the flow and cool, we'll hook up. And then I'll realize that now I've put myself in the not girlfriend material bucket because whatever this is about having sex too early on in the situation, that he actually didn't work hard enough for it and thus doesn't think he deserves it. And so he will just take a small piece of me or whatever I'm willing to give. And if that ends up being a lot cool, he's hit the jackpot. Again, apparently this is all of my doing, nothing about him right? Okay, so yes, I'm obviously frustrated, but honestly, after having these 20 interviews with random men, I actually feel really bad for them now. Like, all I have in my heart is compassion for guys that can't commit, and let me tell you why. Seek to understand has been my motto in the past few months, and I've been trying really hard to get into the heads of people with avoidant attachment styles and why they are the way they are. It's obviously a trauma response mainly out of fear of abandonment. Leave before they leave you. Prioritize independence and freedom. Be selfish. Don't get too close to anyone because you'll just get hurt. Don't express your emotions or they'll think that you're weak and walk all over you. This is all based on fear of what other people might think of you. And if you're living this life, you're fooling yourself thinking you're in control. You're independent. No one can touch you. Like, holy shit, are you missing out on all the love that this world has for you? It might sound silly to be afraid of love, but just imagine it. 
this beautiful, unconditional love that someone wholly accepts you for everything that you are. You don't have to hold back. You feel secure. You feel safe. You feel wanted. That can be scary as fuck if it also means it can be taken away from you. So this is what I've learned. Some of those beautiful bachelors out there that can't seem to connect with anyone is choosing to because they don't want to go through that whole process of connecting so deeply with someone only to lose them. So they will just lose them out of pride, out of ego, out of sheer fear, whatever you call it, they'd rather walk away than actually try. And yet, all I hear is this, if she's worth it, then I'll do it. But no one will ever be worth it if you don't decide for yourself that you are worthy of love. I have a theory that guys have been conditioned from a very young age, especially if they're like 30-ish right now and live in North America, that if and when they find the one they really love, they'll go over and beyond to win her love over everyone else. That means there's got to be a fucking audience. That means she probably has another guy and he's going to steal her away from him. That means she won't give him any time of her day and he has to like jump through hoops and bounds to get to her. But why is that an indicator of love? What if she just likes you just the way you are today without all of that? Oh no, that's just too easy. And that's the problem right now. At least what I've noticed from interviewing men, there is this need to undergo a struggle, a challenge and overcome it. And then he will be rewarded with this ideal woman who is supposed to complete him in all ways. First off, that's a fuckload of high expectations for whatever the ideal woman is supposed to be. Also, does that mean you have to have literally all your shit together, own a fucking yacht and three condos to be worthy of that kind of love? Because good luck then. I guess only guys over 50 years old and are extremely wealthy deserve that kind of love. And the rest of us, I guess, just like survive day by day, always trying, forever fucking hustling to get there. What a stupid way to live. Last year, I went to Taiwan for my cousin's wedding. And of course they took me out and because I'm still single, we talked about dating and we compared what it's like over there to North America. And I made a joke randomly about money and my cousin said to me, Taiwanese girls don't date guys they like. You have to be rich and being rich is part of being a boyfriend. So I said, what if you're not rich? And he said, well, you have to pretend that you are if you want to keep your girlfriend. So I said, okay, well, what if she finds out? And he said, then you find a new girlfriend. And that just blew my mind that probably a lot of guys out there keep doing this. And if a girl finds out about what they've been trying to conceal, then they'll just run right out and find a new blank canvas to paint his picture of his ideal masculine self. And just hope that that woman will congratulate and praise him for that kind of behavior, whatever that is. So of course, no way would he take off that mask. You know what I mean? And honestly, this just makes me feel really sad. I've been holding this picture up for myself, you know, being this fearless, badass, boss lady, independent woman, sexually open, whatever, but like for what? I think about everything I pushed away because I was holding on to this persona so badly that I made sure to remove anyone in my life that didn't think of me that way. And of course that included my family. They know my true vulnerable self and I'm sure a lot of really amazing humans saw that too. And it makes me wonder how much love was I pushing away during all this time? It's funny, I didn't really think that I was anything similar to these non-committal avoidant guys, but actually there's so much of that hinged onto my own understanding of how I navigate through society. And I realized I felt this way mostly in professional contexts than in a romantic context, but it exists either way and it is definitely a social construct 
specifically in North America that I think. What's really dangerous is the idea that you're going to find love in someone. This person is going to appear out of nowhere, completely change your life. This person is going to inspire you to be a better version of yourself, make you work for it, make you start to consider another person and stop wanting to entertain anyone else. Bitch, that is just fucking self-love and self-discipline, okay? You need to have love within yourself in order to give and receive it from others. You have to want to be a better version of yourself for yourself. Be considerate of others for yourself and not want to entertain others because you want to be intentional about the company you're with and ensure that you are surrounded by quality people. It's not out there for you to find, conquer, compete for, and win. It's already there within you. I want to also get into some toxic thoughts that society today has been poisoning our minds with. So I'm sure you've seen numerous posts on Instagram about online dating and women just taking the bare minimum and guys shaking their heads like, doesn't she know what she deserves? Like she deserves better, but doesn't know it, blah, blah, blah. And then there's these posts about how these guys totally suck, but the sex is so good. So she accepts the bare minimum just based on his sexual performance, you know, like, oh, trying to do better for myself. And then, you know, taking the stupid 3am phone call or whatever this is whatever. This is a huge problem because now guys are thinking, okay, so I can just get the girl if I just fuck real good. I don't really have to do anything else on top of that, like be respectful or think of her as an independent person beyond a sexual conquest. Ladies, why are we fucking celebrating the dick like we're all in some twisted porno? I know we're not all having this fucking epic sex. We're literally just kind of okay with some of this dick. And I think it's just like this fear of not wanting to ask for too much because then if we ask for it and they say no, then they might just like continue to say no. So again, it's always this fear of lack of like being removed of something that you were already working kind of half-ish hard for and you don't want to ruin it and have to start all over again. But then we end up celebrating mediocre dick. On top of it, now as a society, there's this like forever dick measuring contest because apparently big dicks mean that they can keep any woman because all women will tolerate bad behavior as long as he fucks her good. On the flip side, there's all the shit around knowing your worth and getting them to prove that they deserve you. There's that whole thing about Jasmine Sullivan's new song on it. If you haven't heard it, it's like, I want to sit on it, so tell me why you deserve it, come on and prove it, why it should move, spit on it, like, okay. A lot of you will be surprised why me, Amanda Chen, this sexually open, independent, feminist, whatever type, wouldn't be like, yeah, this is female sex positivity at its best. No. This isn't how you express that you are empowered because you enjoy sex, but like not only if he can prove his worth. That means you're making your pussy the reward for good behavior. How is that any different from celebrating bad behavior for good dick? Same fucking shit. The fact that there's any sex as a measurement for good or bad behavior is the fucking problem. And don't even get me started about the whole fact that it's about him doing the work. Like, hello, what about the fact that I just chose you out of this pool of other guys because whatever, I felt a connection with you. But the more I speak to guys, the more I think this is just like surface level attraction and I'm going to totally blame porn and dating apps for this, like he'll just take whatever he can get. So if he finds someone attractive, he'll just put himself out there and see where it goes. Like he doesn't even care about the outcome, whether you even choose him or not. At the end of the day, it's just a reflection of his own actions. So no wonder I'm feeling like, was I even part of his consciousness? Like, did he even think about me? 
Or could I literally just be any walking vagina right now? And the fact that I even said that I chose him out of a pool of other guys further justifies this need to have to win me over all the others. Again, it's got nothing to do with me and that's what worries me. Like no wonder no mature single humans are having much luck with relationships right now with this kind of mentality. Okay, can we please stop telling women to know their worth and make sure he's proving himself that he deserves you because all of that is just some bullshit. Thanks for listening to my first weekly recap. I hope this makes you listen to the last few episodes or maybe even re-listen to them if you already have. And if you have any questions, comments, or just want to fucking debate with me, hit me up at Miss Amanda Chen on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe and I'll have some more episodes of the 100 Mass Men for you next Wednesday. Amanda out.